You bitches in for a good time today. We got my friend who's this tall introverted gym owner from my gym, Power. His name's BK, because no one can fucking pronounce his Chinese name. In this episode, we talk about God no Satya, what do we talk about on this episode? Fuck if I know. You edited it. I haven't edited it yet. Okay, so that's why that's why you cocksuckers have to listen to it. Enjoy the episode. That's a nice segue. Uh Good job, Mika. Pat yourself on the back because I <laughs> wanted to segue that into this. This is the shit talking part of the, part of the episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> the shit talking part. We're both assholes enough and both like kind of understanding each other's like direction. Yeah. I want us to criticize the shit out of each other because I don't accept criticism from most people because they're too fucking stupid. Yeah. They don't understand the path. Right? Yeah, yeah. So now you do. Uh-huh. I do. So shoot one. Criticism. I mean, like, you want constructive or just like for fun? N- Let's, I'll do constructive. Let's do constructive first. Um, okay, so <clears throat> I've certainly been a victim of this before. Okay. But it, it comes with more of the marketing um, background. It's okay. your branding and your perception for certain industries is very important, especially for service. Fuck me. You know, so if the perception of you, I mean, I, I know a few people like this, the, the public perception of someone it doesn't have to be positive all the time, but it has to be not negative. I see. Right? So, we, our personality is that we love to go against the curve, right? So, if people hate us, we fucking love it. I mean, like, part of us love it, right? Because that means we're, we're, we're doing something against the curve. But that's not necessarily good for business. Yeah, it's not so good for business. So, that's one thing I have to challenge, I have to deal with, I have to learn. It's very uncomfortable. Um, yeah, but it, it's, it's very needed. And honestly, it only comes with age because... How old are you? 21? 22? Not even 22. 21, right? Yeah, when I was that age, I was more or less the same. Yeah. Like, sh- talking a lot, doing a lot of shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's why I don't really criticize people or tell them what to do because with, I, I trust that with age, things will happen naturally. So the more you try to force it, the more you try to force it, the more it won't happen, especially with people like our personality. So yeah. just give it time. You, you'll sort of like see things from more perspectives and that will sort of like humble you and sort of soften you a little bit. You still have that edge but that edge is more directed correctly. Instead of just failing the, flailing the knife randomly, you know where to attack now. Mm. So I think that's, that's the only thing I would say. That's a good criticism. Yeah. That's a good criticism. Um, for you, yeah. just... Um, I guess the way I sum it up is, I immediately noticed that you're introverted. Mm. And like sometimes it seems like you're very hard to approach <laughs> because you're big and like you're hiding behind a water cooler <laughs> and you're always on your computer looking like you're trying to do something important. So like sometimes, like I'm yeah. extroverted yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, your yeah, friend. Yeah. And sometimes it's difficult for me yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. like is he doing something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can just tell like when someone is smiling and their eyes are smiling, but they yeah, really yeah, yeah. don't want to fucking yeah. talk to you. <laughs> I mean, that's the <laughs> truth. Right? That's the truth. That's the fucking truth. I want an office, but we don't have money for an office. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like standing there behind the water cooler. Oh God, I gotta work. <laughs> that is a good point. I've been told that many times actually. So yeah, uh, I need to be more, especially for business. You know, that's why I actually made it a point that eventually I'm going to be so behind the scenes, no one knows who owns the company. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so 
w one thing about I mean, reason for that is um, usually when people know that you own a business, they want special favors from you. It's like, no, of oh, course. since you own it, come on, just do this for me, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't a, like it's that. It's a cultural thing. I yeah, think. I don't like that. So I rather just them having to deal with bureaucracy because there is benefit to it because that means they can't really move shit around that much. So yeah, eventually I'll do that. So this is part of the strategy. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So okay, now now the shit talk for fun. Huh? Oh, shit talk. I don't know. I'm not too good at this. Okay, here's one. Okay, no, that's me. Let's just say it. <laughs> I own a gym, but I'm fat. <laughs> hey, no, I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I don't really work out that much anymore. Honestly, I'm just too busy. And once you reach a certain age, you just kind of don't see the importance of um, physical appearance oh, as God. much as sort of more, um, more like. Mental fortitude? Yeah, things like things that you can't really show or like money can't buy. Uh, again, that comes with age. But obviously, yeah, I've been told a few times, you know, this is prosperity in ancient China, please. You know, <laughs> this is my culture. Don't shame my culture. Yeah. And I can see your cultural appropriating right now. What do you mean? <laughs> I heard you're eating a lot. <laughs> I am eating a fuck Yeah, time. man. Holy fuck. I mean, you're getting bigger though, so good on you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm like, I gained five kilos. Yeah, I'm, I, I lost five kilos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm naturally very skinny. So this is where life will take me down. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> also, okay, here's an interesting tidbit. Um, one of the things that I hear a lot when my friends ask me, like, okay, how did this happen? Like, what did you do? And I tell them, is they think, and they're like, oh, that makes sense. But after a while, they go, but, well, you came from, like, a wealthy family. So I'm like, oh, piece of shit, here we go again. Mm -hmm. You obviously came from a pretty well-off family. Not too much, actually. It's, it's like... Upper middle class at best. Okay, that's pretty. That's considered well off for here. I mean, like, but then you see really rich people. No, so, I mean, it's it's okay for working working people in a company, but compared to business people, it's like chump change. Dude, you're such a rich. Cunt. No, 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 no. I'm serious. I'm serious. You're such a rich cunt that you think I'm that serious. I, I I know how much people make out there. I know how roughly how much my parents make. I know the scale. I know the scale. Okay. Right. I mean, well, there's always like the hierarchy. You can. Never reach the top, but yeah. Well, my dad's a doctor. He's not a businessman. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, doctor. So, about the same, I think. Maybe, probably. I yeah, don't know. So, like, <laughs> really how, don't what know. do you think of that? Like, do you, do you ever think about, oh, I'm only here because... No, I mean, like, okay, I just had a conversation yesterday with some friends, actually, quite interesting. So, a lot of kids, a lot of people our age, especially westernized, they take privilege as a, as a disadvantage, meaning that they, they're really scared to take advantage of the privilege and opportunities they can take advantage of because they feel like they don't deserve it. I think it's just part of the westernized culture that they, they, um, they're, scared to take, yeah, they're scared to take advantage of privilege. I see that as an opposite. It's almost insulting that the you gift that you've been given. Yeah, it's like you've been gifted this wonderful thing, you've, you have a talent for it, and now you're squandering it away. It's, my, it's, it's you not accepting that money. It's almost like you taking that money and then going partying and blowing all off. It's the same concept because you're yeah. just wasting the money, yeah. right? And and you feel good about yourself, but you're actually disadvantaging people. Yeah. Imagine like let's say I'm a doctor. I've been given an opportunity to open a hospital that would benefit a lot of people, but because it's not my money, uh, I'm not gonna do it. Now all these people I could have saved are not saved. So yeah. how good is your moral virtue when it's actually hurting people? Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's one thing I, I I've learned and I I disagree with it fully. Mm. I think you should take advantage of every opportunity presented to you and yeah. build the life that you want, you know? Yeah. You can actually help more people that way. Yeah, so. I, I'm, I come from a similar vein. Mm. I'm like, there's going to be, 
like resources, talent, whatever, height is going to be distributed unfairly. Yeah. So if it's going to be some cunt that has more money than he deserves for doing nothing, yeah. I want that cunt to be me. Yeah. Because it's going to be some dick face. Yeah. So why the fuck not me? Yeah, and really honestly, if you look at history, money comes and goes. Yeah. You know, it goes through a, a fourth generation cycle. Yeah. But money comes and goes. So even if some, some kid starts poor or starts rich, in the long term, they will end up where they're supposed to be anyway. So, you know, life, life is very predictable. So, yeah, when people say they don't take advantage of situations or take advantage of opportunities, I think they're just kind of like, honestly, a bit dumb. Hmm. Yeah, so. You know what, after talking to you and Estine just last night, I think what will be very interesting is like shadowing each other, kind of. Because yeah. we're all friends, right? Mm. So like, I kind of want to be like just her personal assistant for one day, just fly on the wall, look at how she runs her shit. Yeah. And then at the end, you give like, you talk, yeah. like, I noticed this, noticed that. And then like me on yours, and then you on mine, yeah. and then her on mine. I mean, actually, this was part of the plan. So eventually, I was going to reach out to you to get to know you more, because I feel like there's a lot of opportunities out there because you're doing marketing, I'm good with marketing. It's a very profitable business. I have skills that, that you lack, you have skills that I lack. So I feel like it's, it's probably a very good collaboration. You, you, you haven't future. even heard us talk about sales, the yeah. whole pipeline thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a wide range yeah. of products. I mean, yeah. imagine if power goes online, yeah. right? A whole range of products, managing the pipeline, yeah. getting the leads from marketing, putting it mm -hmm. into the thing, yeah. you know, following up. Because yeah. we, we're we, doing all time. me and Estine and Kelvin, you know, we do intend to build a lot of businesses together. We already have a few in the pipeline. So, yeah. So I'm always on the lookout for potential business partners so that we can actually build a pretty big conglomerate. Right, so, yeah. We'll have, we'll have, imagine we'll the story. Yeah. We'll fucking all come from this little powerlifting yeah. gym in Blauticus yeah. because oxygen kicked us out because they're cunts. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, a lot of times stories do happen like that, mm. you know, and actually what you're doing in podcast is very, very smart because you talk to smart people, you learn a lot from them, and then maybe I only learn one thing from you. Estine learns one thing from you, but you at the end of the day learn 10 Dude, things from 10 people. I love sitting in this right. chair with yeah. this stupid mic. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart thing. That's what a lot of YouTubers do. They collaborate with people, but at the end of the day, you, the, the person who collaborates with everyone ends up winning the most. Yeah, that's my props to you. And uh, do you know um, Arthur? Yeah, the the Hubson guy. That's right. Yeah. yeah so he's tied with him because yeah, that yeah, was yeah. his old boss. We got him on the show first time. We're having a he's having a bunch of his Hubson rich friends. Yeah. To um the uh to this place for like a dinner event yeah. uh, next week. So it's like all those fuckers, get probably gonna be on podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, right. one thing is I don't do well with rich people. I don't know why. Really? I don't do well with rich people because I'm a very I don't know I'm. I'm not flashy at all. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I like money is nice for me. I'm okay with living with no money too. Money is just like I. It's almost like what Trump said. You know, like it's just a, it's just a way for him to measure his success. It's just like collecting points. Yeah. So money is good. It shows that your your concept is working. You're doing something right. But I don't know. I, I actually really don't know how to spend money. I really don't. It's like uh, my dad. We don't know how to spend money. Oh, it's, it's you're talking about how like some rich people their identity becomes money. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's like, okay, I mean, like, I have cousins who are not that rich, but they flash their money like yeah, they're rich yeah, people. Yeah. And they stay rich that, I mean, they stay poor that way. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I guess I'm not, I don't know. I'm not too focused on material goods that much. I mean, like, I, li I like a nice watch here and there, nice cars, but yeah, I'm okay, also okay without it. You know, it's just like, life is simple. We're all going to die. So I might as well just like have some fun, live my life to the fullest and yeah, just have a good time.
Yeah. Yeah. But again, you keep distracting him, Mr. <laughs> open. Work. I I see what you're doing because I would do the same thing. That's do you want some more water? Mm. But like, uh, th- yeah, my point in bringing that up was, I don't think there's another podcast in Penang that does this. Probably not. With the same people. Yeah, no. It's just luck that we know this cunt. Yeah, yeah. And he knows all the other you know yeah. business people. So, I mean, only fish in the pond. Not even big fish, small <laughs> pond. Literally only fish yeah, yeah, in the yeah. pond. And uh, speaking of. Speaking, yeah, speaking of um, flashing, I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of selective about it. I'm kind of yeah, the same. Yeah, I mean, okay, so it's, if it's part of your branding strategy, I think it's smart. Right? Like, we, we had this thing where, let me see if I have some cash on me. Uh, like, we had this thing where, like, we would just take, like, a stack of hundreds and use yeah. it, like, as a poster. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, <laughs> if it's part of your branding, because I heard that you want to bring clients to, to your place, right? Yeah, It's actually smart, because... Usually, I mean, I also learned this. If you drive a nice car, people give you more respect, thinking that your system works, still yeah. they follow you Why more. do you think we went to KL to check out Bentleys? Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's the yeah. truth. So. It's true. Yeah, so if it's part of your branding, then there's no, no, no harm to it because it's a smart thing to do. There's a purpose behind it. But people who flash money for no purpose, they're just like, why? Why, you know? It's like at the end of the day, like, I figured out after a lot of trial and error, chasing money, chasing the wealth and the status and the admiration, that at the end of the day, that's not what's going to fulfill me. It's a, it's a bonus that comes from fucking enough people up the asshole. Like <laughs> Trump said, collecting yeah. points. Yeah. But it's just a symptom of success. Yeah. Like what you want at the end of the day is I want to wake up and fuck people up the asshole. That's what's going to keep me alive. Yeah. Not even what makes me happy. Like that's like breathing, right? Yeah. So like if I can spend stuff here and there, I spend like 2K a month on this stupid water because that's the only thing I drink. <laughs> sure. But like, you know, the nice watch and like I have one. Yeah. I, have, I have two and I gave the other one to him. Nice. So it's like, you know, th- there's not much need because at the end of the day, that's not what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, money is just, like you said, symptom of success. So it'll come and go, you know? It, it's, like, it's like water. It flows to the, the path of release resistance. So if you already have, if you built yourself and condition yourself to, to, you set the foundation right so that money comes to you, it just flows to you naturally. So yeah, in the long term, things will play out as it should be. Hmm. I have a like I have last two questions. One of them is about business, and one of them is about you. Yeah. The first one about you. How are you so open? How are you so honest about things? I don't know. I I feel that once you've gone through enough, you've learned enough. It's it's just easier that way, because the more open you are, the less things you'll be stressed about, and it's not like things that I'm ashamed of. Like usually, people who don't want to open up their past is usually people who haven't gotten over it yet, they haven't learned enough from it yet. So um, I've gone through, I've gone past that stage. So yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty open book. And usually that gains people to trust me faster, which is helpful in business. So yeah, and, but I always have the philosophy, you know, we're all gonna die. So why take it so seriously? Have some fun, play around and just have a good time. And we'll all die. Yeah, we'll start the same way. We'll all end the same way. So Were you raised a Buddhist? Huh? Were you raised as a Buddhist? No, I mean like my parents are, but <laughs> I remember my mom dragging me into a temple, told me to bow down to the, to the big statue. And I thought, I only bow down to people I respect or submit to. I don't know, I submit to this fucking non-moving piece of shit. So <laughs> I pointed the middle finger and ran away. My mom beat the hell out of me in front of everyone. But I, remember, I remember that very vividly. Because even as, as a young kid, I was very against authority. Right? I don't believe in following for the sake of following. That just makes someone a sheep, a stupid person. So always question what you do. If it makes sense, then follow. There's no harm in that. But then always question why you're doing it first. So usually when you do that, it makes you unpopular because you're questioning status quo. Why are you trying to change things? 
trying to be like you know yeah, cool and stuff yeah. just for the sake of being that's why this education system is building workers not leaders yeah so yeah um i probably would not make a good employee just because i'll always be challenging Dude, definitely yeah me and you um and then as as a leader as a boss i mean obviously you can still fail right so this is where you really there's like no in between like either your your way of thinking works or your way of thinking sucks and if it it fails miserably and i like that i don't like like in between either you're good or you're shit i always tell i always tell everyone on my team you know um you can join us but in the long term if you're shit you'll be leaving anyways if you're good you'll be staying so yeah don't you don't have to lie to me right now no pressure yeah no <laughs> pressure like the, yeah if you're shit you're shit you're good you're good that's what i told them yeah yeah for, for me it's it's kind of similar like it's difficult to upset me yeah so i don't mind just you know giving the truth out because most of the time people are scared of how it's used against them mm. even when people just you know grab your dick and whack it yeah. in your face i'm like okay like it doesn't really upset me that much so that's why i'm so comfortable to share but last question about business um you mentioned like you kelvin and astin um working on some ventures that are already in the pipeline mm. can you throw us some tidbits is it mostly be fmb or um one will be co-packing 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 what's that mean um it's like when you take other people's product and Frozen you pack food? it for them no no, no. It, uh, it's still in the works it's still in the works. it's a logistical nightmare what the fuck how the fuck do you come up with co-packing let's start let's start there no i mean i i, I saw an opportunity for collaborating different industries together um both both technology both concept exists already but they work so well together and it's already it's already working overseas which which two technologies hang on so do you have the product itself okay. consumable so so like food yeah food fish fingers stuff not like not that. so much i mean you'll find out eventually no <laughs> i mean like it has to be like a concrete thing for the sake of the example um, like you're talking about peas about, like, carrots um, no it, burgers? it's coffee cough okay yeah and then you co-pack it you cold pack it no co-co-pack co-pack oh you pack it co-pack it yeah okay, you so co-pack it but not in like the traditional um seal pack or things like that so we we combine it together and there's already existing technology that helps to assist to to use this product so it's already existing overseas right um, so give me an example i mean it, it, it it's a what do you call it it's uh wait i can't I promise Estina won't say it. So, I have to hold on to that. But yeah, it, it, it essentially is the concept is just like that. We're creating nothing new. We're just taking what's already existing, fi- um meeting them together and creating a new um a new um a new market, a new product. Okay, so tell me about the challenges of starting that up. Obviously equipment. Ah, uh, just businesses like that is just the beginning is really hard. You have to find out the food regulations, you have to set up infrastructure, you have to um find the right connection the the right collaborators so the start is always the hardest but once that gets going it's almost automated again i i i like to build businesses that will just run by itself i don't want to keep thinking about it i have to manage it all the time is yeah products are good because it's scalable and you don't have to think about it too much it's just a machine doing its work mm. yeah. okay so shoot me another one what else is in the works Um I mean the rest is sort of just what I like to do anyways and is what like what I saw overseas that is done well and it's not really here. Obviously you have to make some adaptation but I'm a very minimalistic person so I like when uh let's say for a restaurant to only do one thing and do one thing well. I don't like it when you go to like a fish and chips store and it's all ice cream and drinks and milkshakes and spaghetti whatever just do one thing and do it well. I like I like that kind of concept. It's more when you know when you go to New York there's like a restaurant famous for steaks, a restaurant famous for spaghetti, things like that. So, I want to like a little sushi bar but it's like on the go. 
Have you been to Melbourne? Yeah. Yeah, so they have like, when you walk into CBD, they have all these like sushis on the go. I mean, it's delicious. It looks nice. It's clean. It's a system in place. Um, the, the margins are great. So just have to adapt it to the market and then just open it. Yeah. Mm. So simple things like that. Uh, and it's, it's much simpler than, you know, opening a gym in like a pandemic time. So definitely, <laughs> it'll, it'll be like something more relaxing for me because I, I love opening and running businesses. So it's almost like a, a hobby for me when I have, don't have to worry about the gym. Yeah. So in the, by in the pipeline, do you mean you're actually connecting, finding those contacts already and writing plans and setting aside the money? Oh, so some, some it's, the plan is written, just waiting for the time and energy to execute on it. Some of it is in the works right now with the people, but we don't have the time. Some of, it is, some of it is like, we have the time, we have the money, but we don't have the connections right now. So it's all in different um, stages of um, the pipeline, but yeah, eventually they'll get, slowly get going. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, podcast. We've talked enough shit for today. Thank you for Mr. BK joining us. Thank you, Mr. Mika. That was a fucking interesting conversation. You and <laughs> Astin are like probably some of the very most interesting guests we've had on the show. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Until we get all the billionaires on, and then you, you guys won't be shit. Give me, give me about maybe 30 years. Hopefully, I'll get there. <laughs> then we have to bring you guys on again. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, we start the show. Excuse me, like, I'm going to expect four stories penthouse nowadays <laughs> that time. <laughs> okay. No, I'll not show up. <laughs> See you guys. Bye bye. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode with BK. I recorded this outro right after the intro, so I still don't fucking know what the episode's about, but you listened to it, so I guess you know now, and whatever the fuck we talked about, I hope you enjoyed it.